All right, welcome guys to episode number two of the Simple Engineer Podcast. My name is Andrew Rowe and I am the host and probably one of 13 people who know this podcast exists. Uh, today I really wanted to talk about something that I really get asked a lot about and I also sought the answer to this question myself when I first started programming and it's almost like an addictive experience to search this in YouTube and to kind of hear the same stuff regurgitated over and over and over again about people kind of patting themselves on the back about certain aspects of it. And that is how to learn how to code. Now, I have not heard anyone say it better than George Hotz did. I think it was on like the Lex Friedman podcast or something where Lex had asked him, hey, George, what do you have to say to people? I like how I made that sound so, so personal. Hey, George. Uh, Lex asked George if he had any advice for people that were trying to learn how to code. And his answer was probably the most straightforward answer, yet the most insightful answer, yet the most basic answer. But it's just one that people don't really want to talk about. And that's in order to learn how to code, you have to just code. Like you literally just have to code. That's, that's essentially what he was saying. I think the, the quote of what he was saying, and I'm paraphrasing here was, code for 20 years, right? And then he he listed off a bunch of languages that are so obscure that no one today is going to learn them because they're so non-abstract. He was talking about, you know, things that are close to the metal like assembly in C and uh I think he might have said Pascal or something like that on the third. I'm not sure of the third one, but the when I first started to program or when I first realized that I was interested in programming, I would search I think I was like 18 at the time. I'm 27 now, but I would search countless, you know, YouTube videos from like tech lead who just kind of pats himself on the back for, I mean, he's a persona, so let's not, let's not bag him for that. But I would, I would search all the time for this, you know, programmer porn, so to speak, where I wanted to learn the next insightful thing that someone could tell me about learning how to code. And, and I think like two years into that, I came to a realization that there really isn't some profound thing that someone's going to tell you that you don't already know, right? It's like in, in diet and exercise, like people are always looking for some sort of profound solution that's going to optimize the way that they eat or the way that they live or their body type or things like that. But in reality, there's really, I mean, it, it goes back to basics. Are you working out? Okay. If you are, are you eating less calories than you're exerting? Okay, there you go. You're going to lose weight, right? And that, again, I know there's you know outliers to that. Let's not get into that. But for the most part, that's what's what it's going to take to lose weight or that's what it's going to take to eat healthier. That's what it's going to take to build muscle. And the same thing for coding, right? If you're not coding for at least an hour every single day or at least 30 minutes every day, I would say 30 minutes is on the lower end you're not going to learn how to code in any meaningful amount of time, right? And you're going to consistently look for those videos that try to tell you some sort of secret solution that you haven't heard yet. And it's almost like an addiction for your mind just to Google, how do I learn how to code faster? And you'll see countless Reddit posts like, how do I learn how to code? I'm this old, whatever. I mean, I, I wish I tried to learn when I was 12 years old or, or whatever I'm pretending these Reddit posts are like, but it all comes back to one essential ingredient in this solution. And that's, you just have to code, right? So I hope 
that I can, you know, give some basic examples of how to learn to code better, so to speak, and some, you know, some little techniques that you can have or you can use that are going to help you achieve that faster or achieve that more in a more optimized way or, or something like that. But the basic premise of this entire thing is if you are not coding every day when you're first learning, you are not trying to learn to code. If you're watching multiple tutorials, say you get done with a Python tutorial and then you go watch another Python tutorial because you think that that's going to somehow give you some insight into some, you know, magical syntax that the first one didn't teach you. I mean, that's just not the way to do it. And now I will, I understand that there are levels of tutorials. Like there are some bad tutorials there are some good tutorials. Like if you go to the free code camp tutorial on YouTube, that's how I've told many people to learn. I think that's one of the best tutorials. They show you basic syntax, basic variable usage, for loops, while loops. And they give you the reasons as to why to use these things. But I, but I also think it's part of the part of the messaging that we're giving to people that are just learning to code. Uh, and it might be partially our fault is when you're learning basic syntax, you have a tendency to be like, yeah, this is basic syntax, but coding is actually much harder than this. Now that might be true, but basic syntax is what's going to help you get over the finish line and actually learn to code because basic syntax makes up complex programs, right? If you, I mean, essentially programming is just taking data, rearranging it, sending data back, posting data to a different service. It's all about taking in data and then rearranging that data, right? Massaging that data, using that data in different ways, but it's, it's all the same. I, I think that a lot of the, you know, a lot of the hype behind uh, learning to code kind of gives off this almost, you know, aura of impossibility when it, when it really isn't the case. And I also think that if you're going to look to learn to code, you really need to grasp the fact that in your mind, you are going to be dedicated to something that's not going to give you returns right away other than the basic little rewards that you get every single time you code and you know, that great feeling of problem solving, but you're gonna have to give your time into something for a year in order to be semi-proficient at it or understand it at a, a baseline level. And that's a weird thing that us as human beings don't have, right? We don't, we don't like to put off the near-term satisfaction for long-term gains. Someone probably said that that's way smarter than me. Um, so my brain's probably remembering that from something I learned or something I, I listened to, but we're not willing to put off the short-term satisfaction for long-term gains. And that's just not human nature, right? Like we want everything in today's world is uh, dopamine hits right away, whether we're on our cell phone, whether we're playing a video game, whether we're watching a movie, you know, it's just rapid fire dopamine hits, right? But programming is not like that. Programming is, yes, there can be moments of eureka where you solve a problem that you've been working on all day. And it's this excellent feeling that I haven't experienced, you know, with any other, it's almost gamified, right? It's almost like winning a video game, but it doesn't have that drop off factor because you kind of retain the knowledge after the game is done, right? With a video game, you win the game and then you go on to another game. Like put it League of Legends, for example, or Counter-Strike, right? You win a round, you do, you get a, you get crazy, you get a crazy four kill round, right? You're still starting at square one after that game or after that round. 
you're not really walking away with anything. Yeah, there is long-term engagement and, um, you know, curation of skill, but there isn't really something like programming where you can then take what you just learned and apply it to something else and learn something else. And it's this never ending feedback loop of long-term satisfaction, but also minor short-term moments of Eureka that give you that short-term satisfaction. And that's why I think coding is so difficult and people look for something that's going to give them the magic, you know, the magic pill of how to learn to code. And there really isn't one because it is so much so that putting off short-term satisfaction for long-term gains, right? And also there's never this moment when you've been coding for five years where you're like, oh, I did it all because there's new languages, there's new frameworks, there's new problems to solve. There's all these new things that you're never going to fully be, you know, done with your career, right? Unless you just kind of burn out and lose all faith and, and all zeal into, into coding. There's, there's never anything like that. So it's this weird paradigm that coding presents, which is, you know, it is work, right? You're not playing a game, but it is gamified, right? In, in the ways that we have cool syntax highlighting, we have the feedback, uh, the dopamine feedback loop in our own brain of solving problems and, you know, creating things and seeing them on your screen right away and then being free, right? You don't have to pay anything to write a simple hello world program and display it in your browser. And that's what's so cool about coding. But I think that people get a really crazy misconception about learning to code. And in a really roundabout way, I feel like I'm explaining it that there is no other way to learn to code other than just to code, right? So what if you're using a language like Ruby that's not used so much in full stack development, right? It's not like a Node.js or it's not a, you know, a Python where you have React on the front end and, it, and it's very common. It's still learning the logical expression of thought through code. It's still learning the logical sequences that your brain has to go through in order to write beautiful, coherent, and logically approved code in any sort of language. And again, I think that's another misconception. People get so hung up on, you know, what language do I pick? Now, I wouldn't recommend you picking C. I think that's just, you'd be a masochist if you did that. And that's coming from someone that's trying to learn C for literally no reason. I don't have a reason as to why I want to learn C. But it really doesn't matter what language you pick. They all kind of format your brain in the way to think about code, right? You're going to think about, well, you know, I need to get this data from this API, or I need to post this data to that API, or I need to store this in a database and use this function to hash it so people can't see plain text passwords. Or there's, there's so much congruency between the things that you're going to be coding across your career that you just need to code. You could pick Ruby as your backend language, the first one you make, and you'd have a really easy time learning Python next. You could pick C++ and you'd have a really easy time learning Ruby or Python next, right? You could pick any of these things and have a really easy time learning another language. Now that doesn't go for like HTML. I don't really even consider that a language, but what I am saying is don't focus so much on the actual programming language that you're using. Don't so focus so much on the theme that you're using in your, in your text editor, even though that's like the coolest part. When I first started, I was like, oh my God, I have to find the one dark Adam pro theme, because if I don't, my variables in Python won't look pink and then I'll freak out and won't know how to code. No, that stuff will all, you know, you'll, you'll get all of that sooner or later. The thing you need to learn to do is you need to learn to be able to sit with yourself for hours on end and try to solve a problem. Now, this isn't me speaking to people that 
aren't sure if that's the kind of path that they want to go through in order to get a career. Like if you don't want to learn how to code and that's not really your, you know, your bread and butter, that's not really something you enjoy, then don't do it. Like this isn't, this isn't for that. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to convince people that don't want to code to learn how to code. But what I am saying is people that clearly want to learn how to code because they're, you know, they're very interested in it. They're asking about it. They're asking all these questions about it. There's really no way around it. It's so unique in that sense because there aren't, you know, you know, there, there is a good use of your time, right? But at the end of the day, it just comes down to coding. You wouldn't learn how to play baseball without playing baseball, if you know what I mean. You're not going to sit at home and be like, well, you know, if I conceptualize baseball in this manner, I might have a better time at hitting a ball. No, you're going to go outside and try to hit a ball off a tee. You're going to go outside and try to do some soft toss. It's all going to come down to you playing baseball to try to get better at baseball, right? It may help in some sort of way after you've learned the basics and you've mastered them to then conceptualize baseball in almost a theoretical manner. But it wouldn't make sense to do that to baseball in the beginning, right? It wouldn't make sense to try to conceptualize baseball without actually seeing if you can even play baseball, right? So really this all comes down to taking the time out of your day to sit down and be with yourself and, you know, really struggle through logical problems. And that's what code is. Now, if you want some examples of ways that I've done this in the past and, you know, some things that I used to learn code, I struggled a lot. I would try to code for 30 minutes in a day. I would barely get to the content of what I was trying to get to. And then I'd be like, okay, my, my 30 minutes are done. I can go outside or whatever. No, that's not how it works, right? For me, 30 minutes is almost like a warm up. My brain isn't fully even turned on for the first 30 minutes of coding. I have to sit down and I do 90 minute sessions and I use a really cool app called, uh, the forest, right? Sorry, I had to check my phone really quick. It's called forest. So what it does is it uses the Pomodoro method and Pomodoro is usually 30 minutes on 10 minutes off or 40 minutes on 10 minutes off somewhere around there. I usually just do 90 minute sessions because through the first 30 minutes of, you know, looking at the documentation, picking up where you left off, you know, it, it's just going to be your brain remembering where you were at last. So I use the Pomodoro method 90 minutes on, and then I don't know, 10, 15, 20 minute break really depends. And I do that about three times a day, but obviously that's also working as well. Cause I write code for a living, but that's the kind of focus you need to have if you want to learn how to code, right? Because over time, those, those struggle sessions you're going to have for 90 minutes. And when you get up to go do something else, you're going to come back and whether you're thinking about it or not, your subconscious is going to still be mulling over that problem that you were trying to work on during your session. So it's really important that you give yourself that time to breathe in those off sessions and not immediately get on your phone or immediately play games because you know, it's almost a skill to be bored nowadays. It's almost a skill because people, I mean, you we're in such a technologically advanced world. No one's going to be bored ever. But in coding, it actually really helps because your brain is subconsciously processing the things that you just tried to do, right? So that, that's really what it takes. What it takes to learn how to code is, again, I can't stress this, stress this enough, just code. But give yourself an ample amount of time to even grasp what you're doing. I would say for someone that's a beginner, 90 minutes a day is perfect. That's awesome, right? If you don't have to do this for a living and you're just coming home at the end of the day and putting in 90 minutes or in the morning putting in 90 minutes, you're going to learn how to code so much faster than someone that's putting in 30 minutes a day, right? You're going to learn twice as fast, three times as fast. But yeah, that's really what I wanted to talk about here, guys. I really hope that this sums it up and this can be the end all be all of those videos we all see on YouTube where it's 
how do you learn how to code? You know, what, what secret example can you give me or what secret method can you give me that I can learn how to code better? And there's really, there really isn't one. And I really want to just lay that home for you guys, right? If you want to learn how to code, you need to methodically put in time to code. That's it. Now, I really appreciate you guys for listening. I will be out next week with another episode. Hopefully it'll be a little bit more lighthearted than this one. This was kind of just a kind of some, some raw thoughts that I've been keeping in for a while based on all the questions I get, but I really hope it helps you guys. So everyone have a great day. I will see you on the next episode of the simple engineer. Take care.